Hey guys, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of Soulful Journeys. I'm your host, SJ. You can find me on the usual socials, so Twitter at it's SJ underscore and Instagram at it's SJ dot underscore. Um, this episode, yeah. You'll know by the title, Black Excellence, yeah? Because <laughs> I have been wanting to sit down with this girl for so long. I swear on my pod, so excuse my language. Because she's a motherfucking queen. Like, I don't think people understand. Thanks. Somebody that, honestly, I admire, I look up to. Like, I think that you're absolutely killing it. I appreciate you so much. I, you're absolutely oh killing it. Gosh. I'm going to let you introduce yourself and tell the people what you do. Because I'm, I'm not going to speak on your behalf. Thank you. But first of all, thank you for having me on this podcast. Oh, I think I've listened to all but two. Um, and it's amazing. It's oh, amazing. thank you, so, boo. Props to you. Um, so hi guys, my name's Colleen Mensah. Um, where do I start? So I'm a corporate lawyer. Um, that's my full-time job. I work for um, the third biggest consultancy firm in the world. Um, I'm a writer exclusively for The Guardian at the moment. Um, I also run a mentoring um, program for 12 young black women and the aim of that is to help them get a training contract which is the professional training that you need to become a solicitor. Um, and then I also manage an amazing DJ and radio presenter called Kish Cash. Do you see why I said black excellence? Do you see why I said black excellence? Because you, I just sat here in awe because I know what you do, but just listening I to you say it like that honestly. is like amazing. Thank you you should be so proud. Thank you, sis. I mean, you grind hard. Hard. <laughs> like you were just telling me you was at yeah. work till 5am this morning. It's long. It's it long. is long. It's long. It's long. But it's paying off, right? Exactly, it is. It's paying it off. Is. It really, really is. Well, I want to jump like, right in with you and just kind of ask, like, what made you decide to go into those fields of work, like, with being, like, a lawyer and then writing as well? Okay, so in terms of law, I've always pretty much known from a young age that I wanted to be a lawyer. However, mm. I thought I wanted to be a barrister because... It looked cool. I was like, oh, do you know what? I want to go and I want to talk in court. And I want to, but when I say barrister, I'm not, it was never corporate. Right. It was always like kind of like family, entertainment, mm -hmm. criminal, where the gossip's at. Because people don't know there's a difference between lawyers and barristers. Exactly. Right. There's, there's, there's a big difference. So um, it was only when I got to uni and I had to actually fill out the applications to become a barrister. And they asked you on every application, why do you want to become a barrister? Mm. And I started to think about it and I started to deeper. And I was like, wait, I didn't know they work for themselves. Wait, I didn't know that um, you have to go through this thing called pupillage. Mm. Wait, I didn't know that you don't, you're not on a salary. I was yeah. like, oh, I don't know if this is for me. <laughs> and then I started to think about the actual person that I am and, and what my actual purpose is in life. And... Um, I wanted to work with people. I'm a big people person. Mm. Um, I wanted to work in a team. I wanted to have those direct conversations, not meeting with my clients like 30 minutes before yeah. the case is about to start. So I thought, you know what, I'll go down the solicitor route. And um, I, at that point, I wasn't sure what sort of lawyer I wanted to be, mm -hmm. but I started to find out that it's, it's pretty mad. You can literally become a solicitor in any field that interests yeah. you. So you can become an arts solicitor, an entertainment solicitor, if you like sports law, become a sports mm. solicitor, it's, it's nuts. So I thought I'd go down, I'd go down that route. Um, and then when it comes to writing, this is the thing, right? <laughs> I don't actually like writing. I know it's weird because I'm a lawyer as well, right? Yeah. So, um, I don't like writing, but I've, I had a message that I wanted to deliver to people. Mm -hmm. um, and I knew that that would be a, the way to kind of do it and that yeah. would be a good platform to do to do so. So 
actually, I take that back. It's not that I don't like writing. I don't feel comfortable with writing, right. but I do it anyway. Yes, that makes um, sense. So it's not something that I enjoy doing, but I enjoy the message. Mm-hmm. So I just thought, you know what? I've got this opportunity. I'm I'm going to do it. I need to get the message out, so I'm going to do it. And how long have you been doing it for now? So I've been doing that for about three and a half years now. It's crazy. That's a long time. It's crazy. Like, and to, was The Guardian the first like company like place you worked for yeah yeah just just booking and being (laughs) booked and busy from the off (laughs) didn't even start small she went nah i'm just gonna be at the guardian you know what i'm one of those people right where when i've got an idea i just run with it right i just do it i love that though that's how you should be i feel like honestly more people need to be like that it saved me more than it's hurt me so I mean, like I said, you're booked and you're busy. <laughs> I love you, man. <laughs> you're busy. No, because I love that. Like, I've, I, honestly, I feel like we're in a generation of women right now, like, especially social media. I see it all the time. Like, everyone is just doing amazing things. They are. People are, like, especially black women right now. Are. We are everywhere. Exactly. And I love that I so much. It's about it goddamn time. That's it. That's it. And that's why, you know, back in the day, I feel like when we used to see black women doing things, mm. um, we would sit there and admire from afar. And that's why I had to tell you that your podcast is dope, even though you probably know it, but I I don't think it ever hurts to tell someone Mm. that they're doing a good job. And you're killing it. I agree. Yeah. I absolutely agree. That's why I was like, oh no, I need to have her on because I need I need people to <laughs> to really like honestly, like you're so inspirational. Like Thank you've you got guys. your hand in so many pots and like you just you're just killing it. Like Thank you. You're just you're just killing it. I love that. <laughs> um in terms of like your you know, your fields of work and stuff, what do you feel like some of the biggest challenges have been that you faced as a black woman? Okay. Um I think one of the biggest challenges that I faced as a black woman, hands down, is communication. Really? It's communication, yeah. I sometimes think that when I communicate in a certain way, so for instance, I talk with my hands a lot. Yeah. And sometimes if I'm communicating this point to my colleagues, not now, not the fact that I'm in now, but they'd be like, whoa, are you angry? Are you emotional? Are you feisty? Are you this? Are you that? And it's like, no, I'm actually really chill. I'm good. I'm just just communicating. And this Mm. is the way that I communicate. So I think that's one of the biggest challenges. I think another one in the workplace has been just cultural differences. Mm. So, for example, in the profession, one of the things that people love to do after work and as a way to bond is go to the pub. And that's all good. That's all well and good, right? But I I wasn't brought up going to the pub, if I'd be totally honest with you. I wasn't brought up going to that. So, I, you know, I, I, when I first started out, I would go to these things just to fit in. Mm-hmm. And then I became more comfortable in myself and people would ask me, do you want to come out to the pub after work? And I'd be like, no. Like, you doing anything after work? I'd be like, no. Yeah. I just don't want to come, come to the pub. And they didn't really understand that it's because I wasn't brought up to do that. Mm-hmm. So drinking is not like a big, I, I do love a good drink, but it's not like a big After thing. work social, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, I've had to break it down to them on a couple of occasions and say, you know, if we vary it a bit, for instance, like if we go out for food, then Mm. I'm there. Right. Do you know what I mean? Or even we've got like quite a few Muslim people at work Mm. and they don't drink. And like when it comes to them leaving and people want to plan a leaving party, it's like, why are we planning it in the pub? Like, why not do afternoon tea or something that they that they like? So at first they didn't get it, but I think now where 
firms and companies are genuinely trying to understand this buzzword which is diversity at the moment Mm -hmm. they're like okay let me at least sit down and pretend to listen (laughs) do you know what i mean (laughs) so um, exactly exactly so i think those have been the biggest two and if i had to add another one i think it's a personal one just not really seeing people that look like me in the workplace i I can imagine yeah i can really imagine yeah when you was first starting off how did that make you feel um, I think when I first started off, I knew what I was going into, right. so I didn't expect to see it. Mm. And I think because I was fresh out of uni, I still kind of had that kind of like, well, this is just what it's meant to be. I've yeah. come into their space, so I'm not really going to expect to see mm. black people there. And then when I got a bit more mature, I would say, and I realized that, okay, it's not because black people aren't good enough to be there, mm. it's because we're actually discriminating against a lot of them or not giving people a fair chance. And I have to say this, right, because I've always said that I'm not here to be like pro-black or pro this or mm. pro that, I'm just here for equality, right? Right. So I kind of think that everyone should be given a fair chance and that's what my personal mm-hmm. kind of like fight is for. And um, I think that it made me feel right, and I'll be totally honest with you, like I shouldn't have been there. And really? I felt like, I know that I'm good enough to be here. I know what you mean though. But it's almost like I had imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. And I was in between a state of flux of being thankful and having gratitude that I'm working at some of the most amazing places in the world. Mm. And being like, but there's people that I know that are killing it out there. And they would they would kill it more so than I would it. Right. If, and in, they're not getting the it. recognition yeah. they exactly. deserve. Yeah, exactly. And not getting the opportunity. I get what you exactly. mean. It's like that bittersweet. Like I'm happy to be here, but at the same time, it's like shit. Like there are other people that also should be here that that That's aren't. It. And That's like I said, it. and because you're you know so conscious, you're like, well, like like you said, as a black woman, like I want to see my people thrive and flourish and That's be it. around that. And the fact that they're not, I get it. That's I hundred percent get it. Um, in terms of microaggressions. <laughs> I had to bring this up, you know. I had to bring this up because I know yeah. that you faced. It's real. Yeah, it's tons. so 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 real. I don't think that I've met a single person in the workplace. Right. So there's this thing that I do at work. Right. And every month, I um, I get a group of black people together in the workplace, and we have lunch. Love that. At work. Love that. Right? <laughs> love that. Oh, we have I lunch together at work. And this is one of the things we were talking about two months ago. And it is so freak. I don't even think it's micro anymore, though. Right. That's it's not, it's gone so far yeah. past that, yeah. Yeah. They're just open, blatant with it, open with it. And I think that I constantly face the challenge of not rising to it and educating them in a different way. Because, you know, you see things, and even when they tell you that you're feisty and stuff like that, mm. right? And it's like, well, if I go to ten, I'm gonna be fu- I'm gonna be struck off. Right. I'm gonna be struck you, like, off. Like this is this is Li- not. You want to see feisty? I can definitely show That's you feisty. Literally yeah. Literally, literally. It. But it, it's real. It's real. Um. But what I will say is that I do think that microaggressions should be challenged. Absolutely. Um. I just think that we have to do it in the right way. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. How do your colleagues feel about you getting? like all the black people together and having lunch. Have you had any comments made about it? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I have. And I, in fact, yesterday I had a director who is a white man who knows, he knows what these lunches are about. Mm. Why did he come and join us? 
<laughs> no one invited you. You weren't invited. invited you weren't invited. You. But do you know what? But they feel like they always need to interject themselves. That's it. It's like, why can't we have this space for us? That's I don't, it. I don't understand. That's What's the issue? literally it. I didn't get it. But do you know what? I thought, oh, okay, cool. I just hope that no one changes up because he's here. Mm. And if he's sitting here to learn about, you know. That's different. As, yeah, right. exactly. Exactly. But um, people talk about it all the time. They talk about it all the time. And it's so funny because one of the other um big four consultancy firms who are, they work opposite where I work. So yeah. I work for EY. Um, and um, they are not allowed to have anything that excludes any other person, basically. So, really? Yeah, yeah. They're not allowed to have that. They're not allowed to have that. Which I think, I think is, I think is crazy. I think it's, I think it's not. Yeah. Do you know what's I'm funny? Because this. obviously I am in a completely different profession. So I am self-employed. So obviously I'm a nanny. So yeah. I've, I personally have mm. never faced microaggressions like that. Amazing. Not that I can, mm. not that I can actively recall. Yeah. So when I sit and I listen to this from every single person I've come across, yeah, yeah, like most most black people anyway, and I'm just like, that's insane. Like I've never yeah. been in that position where you know someone said something out of pocket or asked to touch my hair or asked me is that spicy food. I've never had any of that. Never had that. I've never like You're I so was growing obviously growing up I was in retail, but yeah. you know maybe I was oblivious to it yeah. then, or maybe I didn't yeah. notice it then because it was so far back. But for the last what, eight years that I've been in like my field of work, I haven't I haven't faced that, and I've been quite. I feel like I've been quite fortunate because. I yeah, don't know definitely. how I would handle that. Definitely. Especially because, like you said, my w- job is a lot more personal. Yeah. So it's like I'm not even in an office where, like you said, you know, you have to control your temper That's and it. how you feel because you could lose your job or people are watching you. Like, yeah. I- I'm like, if that happened to me, I, I would just lose my head. <laughs> I-, I would just lose my head. I don't know how you have the patience to deal with that do you know what though and i understand you know you have yeah you you can't feed into what it is they already think about that's you it. and that's i understand it, yeah. that but it's like why should you have to control yourself it's crazy because they like they never have to do that they don't have to do that they can express themselves wherever they feel exactly exactly you know they're never challenged they're never told like you said you're aggressive or you're feisty or, oh you're coming off you know like a bit strong you it's, never you never hear that it's crazy god forbid you speak like an octave up from your usual tone and it's like (laughs) (laughs) you already know about being in those environments yeah you already know like it's it's insane to me but um moving on um i want to know in terms of like what's what's next for you what do you want to accomplish within your field what is the what's the next two years looking like for you okay so this is really crazy because i i'm not one of those people that live by like five-year plans or anything like that which is which is weird. So like I said, if I've got an idea, then I'll do it. Right. But one thing that I will say that I have realised is that it's not about me anymore. Mm. It's bigger than me now, if that makes sense. So I'm not necessarily in these spaces to be just a lawyer. Yeah. And I, I kind of feel that like everyone does have their purpose, but I feel like so long as I'm in these organisations, it's to bring other people in. And that is I love, I have goosebumps. I love so much that you've said that. Thanks, babes. Thanks. That's what I'm trying to do. So my mission at the moment is to get young black people in and not just black, mixed race people. Mm. I just want diversity. That's what I want. Um, uh, In terms of my field though, I think that once I've tackled the corporate industry, Mm. I'm probably going to try and do like the entertainment industry and 
do law and entertainment, but that's the first time I've said it. So I love that. Go. No, that's, so that's it. You put I'm it out into the yeah. universe, yeah. speak it into existence. Yeah. Absolutely. That's amazing. Yeah. And like I said, I just love so much that you've said that because I do feel like, you know, the only way that us as black people are going to continue to grow is by being positions to put other people on. It's that's just that it. simple. That's it. You know, like you, like you said, you can sit there and say, you know, like, well, I'm in this position now when it's not really my responsibility. It's like, how do you expect us to grow as a culture, as a community, you know, as, on a whole? That's, that's, that's literally, literally it. Like, and right. I think, I think it's funny as well, because especially with, with the profession that I'm in, our clients have changed. So I work with a lot of startups mm. and then I also work with, your 5250 companies like your Googles and mm. stuff. And a lot of those people in there are regular, schmegular people like me and you. Yeah. But it's so funny because these lawyers can't communicate. There's a communication breakdown mm. because they're hiring people from a generation which doesn't necessarily exist or is not reflective of the marketplace right. anymore. Um, so I think, yeah, I think that's my goals. And then I know I said that I don't really like writing, but I will bring <laughs> out a book at some point to share. I my love, journey. love that. <laughs> That's amazing. Thank I was hoping you were going to say something to do with a book or something of that nature. Thank what you. What was she about to say? <laughs> no, that's amazing. Do you know what is right now? I'm just in a place like I'm black everything. I only want to black from black businesses. <laughs> I only want to hire black people. Like I am literally, yeah. that's where I'm at right now. And yeah. people know like I am mixed and you know, my mom is white, but she's the first to say like the same thing. She is exactly like that. Like, you just need to buy yeah. from support black people. That's what needs yeah. to, we need to push that so much. Like I said, I feel through social media, it's really great because you get to see what everybody's involved in. Exactly. I have so many talented people on my timeline. Like I couldn't even begin to start speaking social about them. Social media is incredible for that. Um, it amazing. Is, yeah. It really, really like is. Like I have yeah. this dope, dope photographer called mm. Daniel on my timeline and he was just recently at Afro Nation and somebody tweeted that Bernard Boy needed a photographer and I we all added that. him and he got, he got, he, he did his, his thing for him. I actually, yeah. I actually saw that and it's so, so, so funny because um, Bernard Boy's manager, not his mum, but the ones in the, in the US as well, they're always looking for photographers. So I think they were aware of that as well. Yeah, so like yeah. He, and it's just yeah. that, like you said, the power of social media and how we, could, the opportunities that can come from it are amazing. That's so good. And I love that people are actively supporting as well. Yeah. Well, like you said, I think, that's the, I think that's what one of the positives about our generation is like, there's room for everybody. We of can course. all succeed, you know? It's not like one of us needs to win and, you know, I'm not putting you on. Everyone's just like, no, we all it's need to... It's boring otherwise. We need to all get this bag. We need to all get this money. Like, let's like, Let's all flourish together. That's it. That's when we're the most powerful, you know? We talk, we're yeah. powerful in numbers and that's what I think we need to continue to do and grow is just push our shit, man. Push for real, for our real. shit. I love that. So wait, hold on. If you do a book... Yeah. When are we talking? Like, like I, I just, I just need like a. I'm a talking. I'm talking day. in the next year. I'm talking in the next. I year, love yeah. that. I'm okay, in the, in the next year, <laughs> I absolutely love that. Um, in terms of like being a lawyer and a writer, what um advice would you give to upcoming people that want to step into everything that you're doing? Um, I would first of all say don't lose yourself in the process because it's so easy to do that. It's so easy to do that. I'd always also say you've got to believe in your own source mm. um, because being a lawyer is, is not easy. Like we're in a profession where by 99% it's not good enough. It's always got to be 100%. Mm. Um, don't let people tell you that you can't, you can't do it because at the end of the day, if we look at the stats and I'll take me as an example, I've got three Bs at A level. I went to DMU because it was a part of uni. Right. I got a two one. So this is all very average, mm. yeah. It's, it's nothing. It's nothing great. Um, 
I'm not the most eloquent person. Um, <laughs> my 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 um my dad's a parking attendant. Right. My mum um doesn't work because my sister. So I've got four sisters, but one of my sisters is disabled. Okay. Um, so my mum has looked after her. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't really know anything about law. Right. Like. But at the same time... It's not like you came from a background of academics and people that were in high professions, yeah. I haven't done that. I mm. really, really haven't done that. But what I have done is I've looked at people and I've learned from people. So I'm like, okay, cool. If this person's doing this and they've gone to this law firm, Clifford Chance, I don't know what it is, but I'm going to find out mm. about it. Um, so I think that people will tell you that you can't do things, right. but you've got to believe that you can. And I always say that if something has come to your mind and it's not come to mine then that's because you've got the ability to make it happen so mm. like this podcast soulful journeys which i'm going to say again is amazing um it didn't come to it's not my vision yeah. it's not my vision right but it's yours and you're, you're acting on it mm. and i always say that if you don't it will happen anyway because the world needs it right so it will just be given to someone else right so i think that you've got to do that you've got to learn to educate yourself as well and um i always say that you either can or you don't not mm. you can or you can't right you so can or you don't you, don't you didn't do even it. lie literally, that's facts literally so i think reach out to people reach out to people as well don't be afraid to to hit someone up and say, i was gonna say in terms of networking yeah. and stuff like what did you network a lot when you were in uni or did you think feel like most of your contacts came through you know going into your firm and stuff like that mine actually came from twitter no word of a lie. Love that. No word of a lie. I would literally slide into people's DMs. Mm. LinkedIn was also really good for that. But I've Twitter heard good more things so, about yeah. LinkedIn, yeah. Twitter more so for that. And I've I've had people that aired my messages. Right. And are asking me to speak at their events. Oh, now. I'm sure they are. And it's mm. crazy because I, I still call them out on it though, but I'm not I'm not bitter about yeah, it. But I'm it's like, just like oh, do you remember? Yeah, I'm like, I hit you up like six years ago, you know, and you didn't respond yeah. sort of thing and i'll never n- not speak at an event because of that right. but i do remind people of yeah, that and, and so why it's, yeah why it's important to kind of like even just say oh no i'm busy but i can put you in connect in contact with someone else but my connections and i actually wrote an article on this but it mostly came from twitter really it mostly came from that yeah i love that which is crazy so if people want to read your articles where can they find them um literally just type into google colleen mensah the guardian and <laughs> just it will type come it into up. Google. It will come just, up. Just mate. type it into Google, you know. Just Google. <laughs> Bless <laughs> you. Google me now, Jacob. <laughs> Honestly, oh. <laughs> that wasn't meant to sound as arrogant. No, as it damn, should across. sound arrogant. Really I'm, I'm a like... firm believer. Yeah, I say it all the time. When you're on my pod, if I love what you do, I expect you to big up yourself. Uh, we don't doubt anyone's shine over here. Thank that's why I wanted. That's why I wanted you on. What do you mean? Damn right, <laughs> type me into Google. <laughs> damn right. I'm pretty sure your picture probably comes up as well. Do you know what? It probably. Don't make me pull up it up in my mouth. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. All right, it does. It does. Yeah, okay. There there that's go. that's what there I like. Go. I like to encourage people there to you, you should in this room we there's no ego. <laughs> just just caress everything that I you love want that. to caress. No ego. No ego. I love that. No, there's no ego. I oh no. I, I want that. like I said, everyone I have on my pod, I think is special. I want to share their story or their journey, which is why I even wanted to create this in the first place. I think it's so good. Um, and it's funny because it's it's funny that you say, you know, you either like in terms of like having ideas and stuff and if you don't act on them, they will go to somebody else because I had or I was in a position to go on a podcast a couple of years mm. ago. Um, the one that's actually blown hugely now. No way. Yeah. And it's funny because I know it wasn't my time. Yeah, and yeah. I know that because of the job that I was in, yeah. lo- like logistically, I could never have 
given my time to that yeah. and done my nine to five. Yeah. Like my nine to five is my bread and butter. There's no leeway, leeway with that, That's you know? It, yeah. So it's like, I know why I, I wasn't able to do it, mm. but for a long time I didn't understand. And so it's like, I knew actually when I started my pod, like this is what I meant to do. It's meant to be me. I'm meant yeah. to do this on my own. Yeah. Again, it was such a crazy um, realization to come to. Like yeah. it was, it literally happened one night. I was sitting, I was like, this, this, like when this idea popped into my mind, mm. just randomly, I was like, I want to do a pod. And then I had the name. I was like, okay. And I knew, I knew instantly what I wanted my pod to be. And I was like, this is why that opportunity never worked for me. That's, That's why, That's because it. this is what I was meant to do. And this is banging, like literally, like the ones where you had all your girls on, that was so funny. <laughs> so, so, so funny. And then you had one with Monroe. Yes, 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 and yes, 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 yeah, that yeah, was yeah, deep. yeah, yeah. And I try I, and make yeah. all my episodes as diverse as possible. Like I said I think there's so much stuff that we're able to cover with um, within our generation, and I'm really fortunate through social media to know so many amazing people. Yeah. With, like I said, with great stories that I feel like need to be told because they're relatable, That's and it. we're all going through this together, you know. And there's something that somebody can relate to or will resonate with somebody and it's like we don't speak on this stuff like we just all feel like we're alone exactly and like i said not everything is heavy like i said i've had my girls talk Ex- episodes exactly it's so diverse it's and i'm so about dope. to drop next week um the group chat which is I sat oh, with a couple of my wow. male friends yeah a couple of my male homies we sat down and <laughs> that that's gonna be an interesting i'm one. gonna be listening to that on my way to work <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be but yeah no like i'm honestly i'm so so honored that you decided to come on my no, pod and thank speak thank you for inviting me because it of course like I knew I knew you liked me so he was gonna come on anyway (laughs) I do I do I I think (laughs) you add an element of lightness to my timeline oh thank you is what I would say and you are body goals as well oh please every time I look at you I'm like oh oh, man I've got an ex off this because you're either going to the gym at some crazy time which is oh no your holidays are really good as well Holidays. Oh, I love to travel, man. That's my holidays. thing at the moment. I was living for your LA ones. Coming from you who just came back from LA recently. Inspired by you. No, I, I wasn't going to go on that trip, you know. I wasn't going to go because my boyfriend was going. Right. Um, For work. And then I was like, actually, no. It looked really dope when you were there. I was like, yeah, I'm going to come. LA is my spirit country. <laughs> I love LA, man. If I could move there tomorrow, I'd be there in a heart. It's beautiful. Be. It really is. People are quite pretentious, but... Are, I think you can yeah. find that anywhere. anywhere you, get that exactly. in, you get that in London, let's be honest. You really, really we, Us Londoners are rude as hell. So rude. No, I no love manners. how Americans are direct, though. I love how they're so direct. They're street shooters. In London, oh, when I came back, I realised the cultural shift that had taken place. Like, mm-hmm. I obviously got on the train to get to work in the mornings. And I felt so drained by the end of it because I thought, like, why am I apologising for everything? Someone's in my way, I'm like, sorry. You move, someone's got the bag on the seat. Sorry. Yeah. I'm just sorry for existing at yeah. this point. Like, what the heck? Let me just crawl into a hole and exactly. mind my goddamn business. No, you, you didn't even lie. I love that stuff. Something yeah. I love about like, um, America, especially like it. people are just direct. Yeah. What you see is what you get. That's and I like it. that. Over here, everything is just very underhanded and shady. Exactly. And, oh, just, exactly. Just, like, we haven't, people, we just need to be truthful and, we do. and upfront. Exactly. You don't like something, say it. Exactly. And like you said, no ego. No ego. And that's another thing, like going back to the work thing as well. I realised that when I get annoyed at work or when I'm irritable, I realise that a lot of the time it's people, things interacting with my ego. Mm -hmm. And when you kind of take that away, you're like, 
Well, I'm not good. Do you know, it's someone that talks about ego a lot, and I love um, Red Table Talk. I don't know if you watch it with Jada Pinkett Smith. I've watched about three episodes, but I need to get into it a bit yeah, more. Yeah, it's amazing. I highly recommend. Yeah. And she speaks about, you know, ego a mm. lot, um, especially, like, obviously within her relationship with yeah. Raw and stuff like that. But it was such an eye-opening experience. She's like, you know, she was saying, like, love and ego can't exist or they coexist. Can't, they can't, yeah. they can't though, they yeah. can't. Like success and ego yeah. cannot coexist. Like, and the way she breaks it down, like anyone that's listening, honestly, go check it out. Facebook, like I think you can oh Facebook it. You need to, just because you've said that, you need to go and watch it. Who was on the... Um, uh, who was she episode? sitting with? I know she was with obviously Willow and her mum. Yeah. There was a guest. There was a, I'll pull it up for you anyway. Please I'll send it do, to you after yeah. this year so you can, that's you can listen to it. But um i'm gonna have to have you back on because i feel like within the next six months so much is gonna change Please for you do. i'd love to come back on today. yeah no i do i want to have you back on desperately um because there's a lot of other stuff that i want to cover with you but i just want to say thank you no thank you i really really want to say thank you because you didn't have to take your time out to come and sit and, and talk with me this is nothing though compared to what you're doing because podcasting is not easy as well consistency editing it like it's not even that like i've said it a number of times on social media like i obviously this is all me this is the first project i've stepped out to do on my own so it's like i'm all the learning curves i'm 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 figuring out everything as i go like even in terms of like consistency like i have so many episodes on my macbook and i'm not putting them out on like on time it's just like stuff like that like i'm trying to tweak you know how i'm prioritizing things you know wanting to get my content out because i've had some people like when's the next episode dropping when's the next so it it went from me going i'm gonna do it every week to i'm gonna do it every two weeks and i think there's been like a three week pause between this episode (laughs) the last and this is a thing and i'm not batting myself over the head of it because i said it's a learning curve and i have to go through these to figure out how i want everything to be exactly so yeah i I just want to say again colleen thank you thank you so much my honey bun um guys yeah like you said you can check me out on the the socials that i plugged did you plug your socials i didn't plug my socials oh (laughs) oh i'm just talking her up and she didn't even plug her socials you don't by the way this is optional you don't have to if you want to share, you can. If not, then like she said, just Google her. Oh my gosh, click, no. click, <laughs> click, click, Google her. It's just at Colleen Mensa. At Colleen Mensa. Yeah. And if people, you know, want some advice or someone to talk to, are your DMs open? Can my they DMs come? are always open on Twitter. I haven't been on Twitter that much recently. I've noticed that. Yeah, but I'm, I'm going to come yeah. back onto that. But in any event, my DMs are open on everything. And I do respond to people. I do respond. Sometimes it may take me a while, but I do yeah. definitely respond. And if I personally can't help you, I'm a big believer in like connecting people. So I will, yeah, I love push it to someone else. So. You heard it here first. I love, no, honestly, this, epi- like, this episode has made me so happy. Thank it's you so, so, so much, happy. Babe. So yeah, guys, thank you for tuning in and I will be sure to catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye.